This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. In today's video, we're going to look at the one and only Kevin Hart and break down his business framework, his real estate framework, and yes, his financial wealth framework. He has an absolute gem with Grant Cardone. He shares all of his thoughts. I have gone through this video a couple times, written my notes down. Cannot wait to share with you what we can learn from Kevin Hart as it relates to bettering our business, understanding real estate, and our financial wealth. Without further ado, let's dive in. Gentlemen, raise the roof, call the roofer, let's fix this place, Kevin Hart! Beautiful crowd, beautiful energy, this is amazing, once again, hello, 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 hello. Are you like a, a businessman disguised as a comedian? I'm, I'm heavy business. You're heavy business? I'm heavy business. Heavy business disguised with personality. Here's my intel about business, okay? Everybody assumes that business is just corporate. Everybody assumes that business means an office building and it means the structure that goes into said entity. That's not. Business has so many different levels to it. Yes, sir. Uh, business is selling Girl Scout cookies. Business is being a self-made self chef that wants to put yourself in a position to cook for families. Business is being a teenager that wants to babysit. Business is understanding how to create something, own that, and make money from it. If you're doing that, you're running a business from the simplest thing to the biggest thing, right? It's good, man. It's good, man. So take them to church. So when you understand that, this when you good. take these, these small things and you make these small things big things, your ideas start to grow as your businesses grow. For example, writing a joke is a business because that joke then becomes a comedy special. That comedy special becomes an IP. I own that IP and I take that IP and I sell that IP and license it to other platforms that will go and hold it for set amount of times. They gotta give it back, which means I can continue to grow these IPs that all started from telling the jokes, which means that I now have a catalog. What's the benefit of a catalog? Benefit of a catalog is being able to put yourself in a position to deal with studios and networks at the highest level. You now have to respect me as a business. So when you see this and you understand that, you grow within it. So I'm now a businessman because I love to create. In the world of entertainment, you have no entertainment without, without creativity. So you need a me. You need a guy that's gonna come up with movie concepts, television concepts, and reasons to make the world laugh and feel better. I am now a necessity, which makes me an entity. I'm a f***ing business. So respect me as Ted. That's the business. It's the truth. I knew you were going to be good. <laughs> All right, so I wrote three things down as it relates to this. So number one, you have to create something. Um, Kevin Hart has gotten to where he is because he is his number one asset. And so from a business, you need to either create a product or a service. And that creativity and creation is super key. Number two is you need to own that. You need to have some type of equity. You need to have some type of upside on what you're creating. This is super key. Again, you can create stuff, but if you're not tied, if, if money's not tied to that creation, at the end of the day, that's not a business. And then number three is you need to make money from that cash flow. He's talking to Grant Cardone, who's huge, 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 huge fan of cash flow. And at the end of the day, business is you have to create something, a service or a product. You have to have some type of ownership or upside in that. And then money's got to flow from that. That's Kevin Hart's three-step business framework. I knew this was going to be good. Uh, Why do you like real estate? I, I love real estate, and 
You know, real estate is just one thing that you know where your money is. Yep. That money's in the ground. So regardless of what's going on in the world, people are always going to need places to do business, places to live. They're always going to need places. So the more that you can achieve the buy or the ownership of these places, uh, the more that you're always going to have revenue coming back to you. You're also putting yourself in a position to always go out and borrow or get. This is key. Because I have these things to leverage. So the more the more that you, uh, I guess you could say, the more that you get, the more that you can do. And, you know, sometimes I think people think that it's a far-fetched goal to, to get. And it's not really. It's not that hard when you gain the understanding of it. The game of Monopoly is a real game. Yep. It's a real f- game. When you play Monopoly, the goal is to buy up as much property as you can and get people to pay you for that property when they land on it. Rent. Rent. That's the, f- the real rent. game. So let's say I do a movie, right? All right, so what I'm going to do real quick because then he's going to go into his business or his financial framework. Real estate, two things I wrote down is he loves, Kevin Hart loves the demand of real estate. So the more that you own, the more that you get. So he loves that the fact of people always need a place to stay and so he likes the demand of real estate. The other thing that he said that I think is really, really powerful is he talks about leverage. The more that you get, I think he should have said, the more that you have is the more that you can do. So if you have an asset, if you have something that there's demand for, you can then go out and leverage and get other people's money. And that one-two punch is one of the reasons why le- um, why real estate is such a powerful asset to, to invest in and create cash flow. That movie is whatever the f*** it is. I make a nice amount of money to do a movie. Take that number, split that number in half. Half of that number goes to the government. We're talking about 25 million becomes let's, 12. Let's, we can just call it a number. I don't want people to knock me in the head when I leave here. Let's just call it a number, okay? Let's say that number is a number. No matter what, when you make money, split it in half. Yep. Yeah. Split it in half right away. Don't put the money in your bank account and look at it as you got all that money because you don't. Half of that money is not yours. So right away, put it over here. Create a f- account. Call it the tax account. Put half of that there. So as you make money, you always put this money in the tax account. I never got to worry of giving the government their money because that money's over there. And I don't look at that like it's my money. I'm never going to touch that money because it's not mine. It's the government. So now off of my half, what do I want to do? I'm going to take another half. This half is going over here. This half is for my next real estate investment. I don't know what it is. I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm putting it over here, so when I do figure it out, I got it there to buy. So now I'm only living living off a quarter of my financial gain. I split it in half, and I took a quarter. You only get in debt, you only get in debt when you don't understand the breakdown of your finances. Guys, there is some nuggets here. This is my three, uh, three framework takeaway from what... Kevin talked about his simple financial framework. So number one is he creates money. So he he talks about being the entity. I believe that Kevin invests in himself. He sees himself as his number one asset. He even talks about creativity um, being so important and vital to business. And so obviously he creates wealth. He creates money. Number two is he's only living off of 25% 
of what he makes. Now you might say like, oh, that's like easy for Kevin to say. Um, I think it's a great habit for us all to be in like, is how can we live way below our means? He's living off of 25%, one fourth of what he makes. And he also said he puts 50% over to the government. Now I'm sure, I'm sure that Kevin has tax strategists and, and attorneys that are able to bring that down for him. If not, he, he probably should totally look into that. But I think there's a lot of wisdom when you're in business to have a tax account because um, this is something that crushes, especially new business owners, is they, they don't account for uh, taxes. And, and a, lot of, a lot of times uh, they can't pay their tax bill, which creates debt and which creates a lot of drag. And so he puts 50% over um, and, and calls it the government uh, um, you know, account. And then he also invests 25% um, and really a half of it, what he would say his money goes into investments. And he talks about he doesn't know what real estate yet. And and I know for a fact, um, Kevin Hart owns equity in businesses and he has other opportunities. And so imagine him putting money off to the side. It doesn't need to be deployed right away, but he's looking for opportunities to create more cash flow, create more entities. It's that cycle. And then finally, his 25% is, is investing the rest. And so my simple three three-step framework for Kevin Hart's financial framework is number one, create more money. Number two, live off of 25%. And number three, uh, invest the difference and invest the rest into future cash flow uh, and entities and whatever you, whatever that entails. Um, I was blown away because I, I never thought of Kevin Hart as someone who um, thought through the, his, his finances and was an investor. My respect for him has skyrocketed. And I just thought of what he talked about with real estate, his understanding of leverage and demand and his thought process of on business and then how he thinks about money. I think these principles, if we apply in our own life, will be super key. And so my some of my biggest takeaways is is don't undervalue your creativity. Really focus on creating, create cash flow, create through providing value through your creative outlets or whatnot. When it comes to investing, understand that demand matters. Invest in things that people are already raising their hand and saying, I want that. And if you're going to use leverage, make sure there's underlying demand backing that up. And then finally, live off of a fraction of what you make. If you take these principles, you will be wealthy, you will have more success, and you might not be as funny as Kevin Hart. I actually doubt you'll be nearly or close to as funny as he is, but you'll have a lot of success. And these are the principles that can compound for the future. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.